welcome to another episode of Two Brothers Review the Podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm and I'm Ty Turley. We're here in the dog days of summer. Yeah, it's a scorching 72 degrees in where I'm at. Oh, well. In, in the air conditioning. Not all of us have the luxuries you have, Reed. <laughs> I mean, all of our listeners do, probably. <laughs> Fair enough. <sighs> uh, today we're going to be talking about Top Gun Maverick. I, I usually sweat my, through, my way through these recordings, but today especially I'm going to be sweating my way through it. <laughs> Cause you make, cause you make me nervous. Okay. <laughs> these, these intense questions I ask you. Yeah, I know. Ne- I, I know. I know. Uh, I never know what's coming. Well, I gave you plenty of heads up this time for our category selection. We're going to do our favorite war slash military movie. Ty, what is yours? Well, you want you go first today. Okay. I, I decided not to allow myself to pick clear and present danger. Cause I do love that movie. It's not really a war though. And there's that military unit ah, war on drugs. <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you. Eighties. But I, so I switched to uh enemy at the gates, the Jude law sniper movie. Yeah. You don't get a lot of American produced <laughs> Russian heroes. <laughs> That's true. Okay. That's cool. I, How about you? I watched um, A Bridge Too Far recently. You ever seen that one? It's an old one. I, I don't think I have. It's considered a classic. It was awesome. It's about uh, the unit that the British Army sends to take. They're taking all the bridges back along a front with the Nazis. And um, it was considered a big failure because they tried to take one too many bridges and they just couldn't sustain it. So it's about the unit that takes the last bridge. It's got. Do they lose? I mean, then they and then they lose it. They lose the bridge to the Nazis. They don't. They don't recapture it, and they get caught. Oh, oh, sad. They parachute a bunch of people in. It's got um a young Michael Caine. Wait, is that his name? Yeah, the guy that plays. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Caine. Al- Alfred from the Batman. Yeah, yeah. So it's got him. It's got a bunch of um like it's when he's in his twenties. So it's from a while ago, but it's good. Cool. Okay. Uh, all right, Ty. What about Top Gun Maverick? How do you feel like this rates as a war movie? Well, you know, I've been waiting for this movie for so long. I was so excited when it was supposed to come out in the beginning of the pandemic. And then it got delayed and delayed and delayed. So I was very excited. I had high expectations. Um, I rewatched the first one and realized that it's not as good as I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> but I was still excited. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, you want me to say what I thought of this one? I guess it's that time. Well, I, I, well yeah, we don't have to jump to our rankings, but like, yeah, well, uh, how did you feel like the story was? Do you think it was too referential to the original movie? Well, I liked it. I, um, I thought it's, I don't know, I guess like what, let me think how to say it. There must be real drama in that Top Gun flight school. It can't be that they're bringing back their top graduates to do a one mission against the enemy to destroy a unit. Like the whole premise seemed kind of silly to me. Why? Why wasn't it about actual training? Why wasn't it about the flight school? Uh, maybe they wanted to keep it original. And like the first one was about that one class going through flight school. And this is, you know, stepping it up. It's like all these people already graduated. Some of them probably were the 
top pilot in their class. And now it also lets it like condense the movie into a, you know, two and a half week time period where, I mean, I don't know how long a semester of Top Gun it goes. Like, read. It just gives you a very clearly defined goal that's understandable. And, you know, they could say, we need these two miracles to occur. And there's, you're sort of tracking against that the whole time. And, I don't know. I like how the training builds in phases from how do we get through the canyon to how do we do this bombing run? Mm. Uh, well, how much time is it going to take? <laughs> okay. No, I, I understand why they did it. I just, I, I just <laughs> think it, it I, I would have chosen a different um, dramatic tension. I would have, ch- I would have found something in that's inherent to actually being in Top Gun. I think that would have been more interesting, but, but I liked it. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to be negative. I just, um, actually I read an article about it today, uh, coincidentally. And the, the writer hypothesized that, that, uh, Maverick died in that test flight in the very first scene. And that, and that, <laughs> okay, and that the rest, it's all a dream. And that the rest of the movie is him in purgatory trying to earn his right into heaven. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> a deep that's deep interpretation i guess yeah i i mean if he really was going that fast how could he have ejected out of that plane and survived i don't know i'm bad with my mock geez <laughs> ten, 10 times the speed of sound the fastest man alive like his body would have just been torn to shreds if he ejected i think I like this interpretation, actually. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I got to think, yeah, so the, the idea was the whole movie is really about death and, and um, our nothingness in the face of death, which, and, you know, the point was it's similar to the first one, which was really about death, too. Uh, but anyway, it's something to think about for our readers. Uh, I mean, our listeners. Um, but I, I mean, I love any movie with Jennifer Connelly. So I'm into that. I, was, I knew it. Yeah, that was super exciting to me. She was looking very nice, doing oh, doing a good job. She was doing a good job. Um, I liked the scene where they went sailing, and she was much more confident than than Maverick. And like, I don't know, just it was sort of this imbalance where he's not always the smooth operator, cool character. Like, it was an interesting contrast in this movie. I thought. Yeah, that's true. That was a good scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's spunky. She's, she's like really hard on him in the bar and makes him pay up. Her daughter's hard on him. He kind of just takes it with a smile. I mean, I don't know. That was a little strange, I thought. Or He's very good-natured. So then that's interest, or that's, that prevents drama from happening, right? Well, I, I, yeah, I don't know if the, that relationship is the central tenet of the movie or if it's so important. Like the drama is his relationship with Rooster. But then he chooses Rooster. What did you think of that? I don't think he was a better pilot. He was less confident than uh hangman. <laughs> I don't know. Reed. I liked uh what? Should we have call signs on our podcast? Uh <laughs> we can think about it. I mean, do you so I, yeah, do you have one you want me to start calling you? No, but I like that they get to pick their own. Yeah, uh, I think Fe- I mean it's sad because we're from the Phoenix area, so someone already took our our city 
city name choice. Oh. Uh, but I do like maybe Desert. That might be mine. Desert Fox. Well, I think it, I think it's supposed to be like two syllables, but I don't know. Interesting. Or fewer, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, then I think this movie did a pretty good job with having some good humor. Uh, I I thought the like betting the push-ups during the training montage was pretty funny. Bob was pretty pretty class, pretty funny throughout the movie. Yeah, comedic. Okay, what do you think of the of the football uh, the football scene on the beach? Honestly, it started and I was like, "This is insane! What is going on? Why are there two footballs?" Uh, everyone looks so good. That's nice. But they even have like the scene of John Hamm being like, what is this? And he's like, dog fight football, offense and defense at the same time. It's, it's like, why not just have him play volleyball again? Yeah. You don't have to ramp up everything. Yeah, exactly. I wanted volleyball. They were looking good though. They were looking good. Yes. I liked, uh, I don't know. I wonder if Al Kilmer feels like, um, his career didn't go as well as Tom Cruise's. It's it's always I mean it, it's always interesting for me to see them. It definitely didn't go as well. But do you think they were equal stars when the first Top Gun came out? Like were they on the same level? No, I don't think so. I think Tom, I think Tom Cruise was already bigger. Yeah, but Tom Cruise was not in The Saint, and that's a Val Kilmer classic. <laughs> that's true. Reed. He wasn't in it. <laughs> but that, so, that one's all win, <laughs> it's all Val Kilmer to himself you win some you lose some <laughs> he's got the saint whereas Tom Cruise has got nine Mission Impossibles but who's counting yeah I mean that's I thought that scene was pretty I think effective like emotionally where you know he actually does have throat cancer in real life and can't speak and I mean, I'm sure Tom Cruise Made sure Val Kilmer was in the movie. Like, yeah. I bet he wanted that to happen. Yeah, seems like it. It was nice. I mean, it definitely, yeah, it ties up all these bows on the connections to the old one. I thought John Hamm was good. I thought he was funny. Yeah, and war- his the other Admiral Warlock that was like kind of secretly cheering for Maverick all the time. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I thought they called back to Goose a lot. Like, you know, there's photos of him and Maverick would say, talk to me, Goose, and flashbacks. And it sort of builds and builds. And then finally, I mean, I think the payoff is supposed to be Miles Teller saying, talk to me, Dad. When does he say that? Oh. Kind of right. I, when they're flying at the end, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, don't you think, don't you think the first one, I think, well, okay, this is my theory or my feeling. The first one was so good because it had real stakes where one of them even dies. And I, I think someone should have died in this film. I was pretty shocked that even like during training, like they do that thing where the guy passes out on the climb out in the training and then Maverick wakes him up and it's fine. And then they hit a bunch of birds. But Bob and Phoenix are fine still. Like, they, you know, they just eject and there's no problem. I thought someone was going to die in that scene. Yeah, it, they should have. Because then it should have tested Maverick even more because he should have been like, oh, crap, now I caused two people to die. But it's just it's like, oh, we can't let anyone die now. Things, things have to work out okay. 
but yeah, I think it would have been more powerful if one of the yeah final final pilots does get shot down. It makes the stakes a little more realistic. Yeah. Or did you think was, I mean, I kind of thought Tom Cruise was going to die. I thought there was a chance for sure, but I, I liked how they, how he sort of sacrifices himself for rooster. And he, I think he could have died and been totally happy. Right. Except for Jennifer Conley. Like he would have left her at the bar and she told him to come back. Yeah. But they do that. Uh, that helicopter's coming down on Tom Cruise. And Miles Teller blows it up right at the, you know, at the exact right moment. Yeah. And then they do that exact same thing with Hangman saving them from the last fighter pilot. Like at the last moment, someone comes from off screen. I think it would have been more effective to show Hangman like take off from the aircraft carrier. Like, no, I'm going to help them. Like, and maybe it's, can he get there in time is, is a way to add drama. But to have that last minute save happen and then 10 minutes later, another, you don't see him, you know, until this, he actually saves them. I, I don't know. It just seems like they use the same storytelling technique twice. Yeah, I can see that. I think you're right. I don't. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it was like the world's best script for sure. But I did. I, I think it's interesting questions. And yeah, I think Tom Cruise is very likable. <laughs> so I get it. I get why everyone wants to watch this. Well, and the, I mean, the filming was amazing to have them flying up in planes. And I listened to a podcast with the director where they, they developed a new camera that has like the, the lens and the aperture in a little box separate from where the data is stored. Uh, So they could have like six of them in the cockpit and 10 of them on the outside of the planes as they flew to capture all the footage. Oh, geez. That's a lot. Huh, that's cool. Yeah, and they'd have to they'd have to rehearse on the ground with the director, and then the actor would go up and fly with a pilot and just do their scenes without the director really interacting with them or giving giving direction while they were filming it, and then they would land and watch it all together. And if they needed to reshoot it, they'd have to go, you know, fly up again and go again. And I thought that was a it would be a time intensive process to film this movie. Yeah, I think it took a long time. Yeah. But worth it, because they made a load of money. Um, yeah, I think they're pretty happy that they saved this and didn't just sell it to Apple, you know, a year and a half ago to put out during the pandemic. Yeah. Yep. All right, Ty, what are you going to rate Maverick out of five? I'm going to give it a... Uh, oof, I'm torn. Mm, I'm going to give it a four. Yep, I'm right there with you. I'm also going to give it a four, I think. Just high quality movie. I was happy to get it in theaters. It was a great movie going experience. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Before we end, Ty, what is your recommendation for something else you've been watching, reading, or listening to? Well, I think this is, I mean, it is an old show. I know it's an old show, but I've been watching Trying on Apple TV, Apple Plus. Have you, what did you watch it? No, I haven't watched that one. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. I think so. a lot of the jokes are very, very good. So it's Brit- it's British, right? It's like takes yeah takes place there. Yeah, it's British, and they're it's in London. They're trying to have a they're trying to adopt a baby. Okay, nice. Uh, for me, I've been watching Better Call Saul. The sixth season is out, and I don't know. I I mean, I watched the end of Breaking Bad, but I think I like this show a little bit more, even like the legal side of it, and uh, I think. 
Yeah, just the acting is so good. I, I really like the storytelling. Okay. I've looked I've never watched it. Breaking Bad even? Oh, I watched three episodes of Breaking Bad until he killed that guy in this basement, and then I was like, I don't know. That was probably back when you were real a real delicate flower, though. You might want to try it again. It's pretty good. <laughs> Our our morality is timeless, Reed. Fair enough. Well, listeners, thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Brothers Read the Podcast. I'm Reed Turley. I'm Ty Turley. Melted. Bye. Bye.